Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Welcome to the plug with Bushy Sin and the Mountain Man. And <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that little musical interlude. And it's hilarious because these sons of bitches don't know what you just heard until they listen to it. Because the way the time vortex works, we're recording right now. They don't know what I have in mind, but that's the way my mind works. Mountain Man, Sin, how you doing? Doing Damn. good. 
He went yeah. by his headquarters just go around. What the hell? <laughs> I wanted to fuck you guys up. Do you realize we're on episode 14? We have survived for 14 episodes. I think that's amazing. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to Podbean. It's hard to see how many listeners we have on iTunes because either we haven't gotten any reviews or we haven't gotten enough to where it actually generates a, a, a review segment and a rating for us yet on iTunes. But I've gone back and looked at our Podbean page and back where we had, you know, eight or ten listens, we're, some episodes have over 30 or, you know, downloads and that's amazing. I expected when you guys got a hold of me that we would do this and man, if we got five, I'd be happy. But to see episodes that are 20 and better, dude, we're growing. That's a great thing. And you know what that means, gentlemen? It means we're doing something right. We're not doing the record review niche because actually those, those episodes do a little worse. But what we're doing is garnering listens, and that's great. So I commend both. Thank you so much for having me do this. It's awesome. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back, stroke your dick. You know, whatever it is you want to do. Sid. I need my tweezers. I need my tweezers for that first, bro. And I ain't got them. Oh. I was getting ready to say, did you steal Sid's magnifying glass? He wouldn't be able to find it. Oh God. <laughs> there we go. And it's already starting. <laughs> And, and, and oh, the worst part of all this is before we decided to go live here, Sin, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Sin was playing with dolls. He was showing them to the camera. It was kind of creepy. In fact, Miss Lady showed up just to say hi to these guys. She definitely knows Dub. <laughs> Doesn't know Sin so much, but definitely knows Dub. Sid brought up his little dolls, and she got the fuck out. <laughs> she but she literally come on, said hi, looked at the screen, went by, and threw down the hit thing and played. <laughs> right. Yeah, she was out. She was out. Oh, boy, that's funny stuff. I tell you what, man, I, I, I've had a pretty good week. I will definitely go into my week. But I want to hear about you guys, man. Sid, how was your week? Uh, my week was fantastic. I actually had a... Good weekend. Actually, found uh, three covers to play on my show from the Rolling Stones from three badass metal bands. Uh, one was Black Barrel Smoke. The other one was Stone Sour, of course, that I didn't even realize Stone Sour covered. And I was like, holy shit. And, of course, we had one from Motorhead's uh, Lemmy. And I was able to honor my dad this week on my shows, on both shows. So I was pretty cool with uh, the turnout popularity wise so yeah maybe the night shift is growing back so that's, that's what about awesome. you my man oh god skitter pow meow meow first off Bubba the hell, the bushies confused me there with Went bread man first. don't don't fuck with the rednecks transitioning now damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what happened here <laughs> yeah you do know that could take some years for them to translate that right to get accustomed to the whole damn thing you know of switching around one two Oh, what that, the fuck? Dude, have you been watching NASCAR? Dude, he almost... That? Did you hear that, by the man? He almost had a southern <laughs> accent. <laughs> um, I can't complain about this past week. God, honey, uh, this weekend, uh, little little mountain man, mountain baby, I guess you can call him, went over to Grandma and Grandpa's. Saturday, pretty much, me and Jessica sat around the house. Hell, whenever you ain't got a youngin' in the house, she 
you're like, what the hell do we do now? <laughs> oh, you sweet. You, 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 make, you make another one, sir. You go no, ahead and get the no, face spread no. out and make another one. <laughs> no, even Granny Clyde over here just hollered across the house. Hell no, Joe, if you. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's my whole thing. If, if nothing else, my daughter has taught me, and I love her to death, and I will get into that while I discuss my week. But fuck that. One is more than enough. I won't yeah. say too many, but it is more than enough. <laughs> I, I, now I won't lie. I'm enjoying being a father. It's, uh, it's the funniest thing I've ever done. But now I completely understand when mom and dad said uh, you work, uh, what, what is your saying? You work 28 hours a day? 25, 20, yeah, 25 hours a, a day, seven days a week for the rest of your life. So, oh, yeah. Oh, hell Pretty yeah. Much just, just coming to that realization now, I won't lie, for anybody getting ready to have a youngin', it is the hardest thing you've ever done in your damn life, but at the same time, it is the funnest damn thing you've ever done in your life. Absolutely, especially first time around because all those cute little baby things that people try to show me now that I'm like, what the fuck ever, I don't like babies. I get it, because I was a first-time dad once, too. So, oh, he pooped. <laughs> oh, he, he cooed at me. Oh, the motherfucker kept me up all night crying. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's the part. At first, I'm telling you, it's, it's rough every two hours having to feed a young and buzz. They grow. You, you're like, okay, I got 20 minutes to shit shower shave and then they start crying all right i got another 10 minutes before he starts bitching because he wants to be held yeah it yeah it's it's one of them like holy shit batman moments i know it it's like wouldn't you rather have a puppy they're not nearly as needy <laughs> to to an extent but what for what i keep hearing where he's a young or a baby getting ready to be a toddler the best is even yet to come i i hear you in the vein all the time and it's a i'm sitting here going jesus christ oh yeah because do they have to grow <laughs> yeah well that's the whole thing because the parts you, you you tend to hate because you lose so much sleep and you have so much of your time taken up you start to miss when they get older because then you realize they develop the ability to speak and when they first do it they're just why everything is why why it doesn't matter how many times you try to explain why why and then as they get older it's attitude you know and the why takes on a different tone and they start developing their little personalities and you're not allowed to punch them in the face and I, that's bullshit. <laughs> right. You know, and, uh, and, and Lady God love her. Um, she's been spanked twice in her life. And when I say spanked, I don't mean that you're sticking your hand on a light socket and I swat the shit out of your hand. Or you're reaching up on the table and my dumb ass left a knife up there you're about to grab and bring down on your head so I'm slapping your hand. I'm talking about twice in her life I've had to whoop her ass. Now, when I whooped her ass those two times, my definition of whooping an ass is I swatted her on the ass three times good and hard so that she knows she got spanked. You know, this day and age, it's kind of frowned upon. I'm kind of pro-ass whooping. Right. I just haven't had to. She's a much better kid than I was growing up. Now, the funny thing is, just last night, I caught her in a bald face live, and 
you know, she's almost 12 years old. I'm not going to spank her at this point. Although I was getting spanked at that age because my dad gave less than two dams. Right. So, so, so the only answer I had was to take all of her electronics away. Well, I'm listening to her talk shit. I wasn't lying. You've lied three times to cover up the lie you told. Shut the hell up. Go to bed. That's it. And she got her shit back tomorrow after apologizing for the lie, finally. Oh, and how come? Look, God damn it! why can't kids these days recognize that if you would tell the fucking truth, you would be in ten times less trouble than the trouble you're already in. But once you start to lie, now you're compounding the bad thing that you already did, and I have to punish all of that. It's outrageous. Did you really have to ask this question? I already feel a hole being stared through the wall, the television, right in the side of my head from Granny Clyde. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Really? You had to ask this question? <laughs> yeah, Granny Clyde's over there like, yes, will you tell me why? <laughs> <laughs> I feel it over here. I, I don't know. I, I, dude, you're talking about whoopings. Every time I go out in my driveway, I get fucking cold chills because there's a tree out there that as high as my mother can reach, gone of limbs for how many times I ever got my ass. Oh, man. See, now, Sin, I don't know if you know anything about this. What the mountain man is talking about is the switch. And the switch brings holy hellfire and damnation down <laughs> upon a child's ass. And whatever it is that you did wrong, you will forever remember that that switch hurts like a motherfucker, and you will never do that again. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. I think me mostly when I was getting disciplined back then, it was a wolf of bat. You kind of take the black tape and you tape it all the way up so it has that extra extra weight on a little wolf of bat. You got to figure wolf of bat's probably about. A pound God and damn, half you get beat for the fucking whiffle ball bat? Hey, that's how <laughs> my daddy did it, man. There was one time, man, uh, speaking of an ass whooping, it was more like a punch just to the face out of random. He was uh, on the couch drinking uh, some, what the hell was it, Jack? And uh, I was sitting there, I was right next to him. We were watching, I think, a Yankees game at that time. And uh, my sister had a big, ba a little bag of Crunchy Cheetos. Mind you, my sister was like four or five at the time and I went and just snuck my hand in there grabbed a couple of Cheetos out and she just threw this little tantrum fit my dad was like what the fuck and he had those Harley Davidson I call them Harley Davidson knuckle rings and he had one with a big ass skull and he just backhanded me right on my forehead I was just like ow wow. like that man and of course I started crying and then I felt my head dude and my head was like fucking six inches swollen I ran crying to my mom. I'm like, mommy, mommy. I was like, poppy, hit me. And my mom come out. She's like, what the fuck did you do to my boy? And oh my God. Oh, hell broke loose. And my dad was just sitting there kind of like stunned. He was like, oh man. He was like, I didn't mean to hit him that hard. You know, fuck you didn't. That was a close <laughs> fist in my fucking face, man. So it, God. yeah, I, I got a good ass whooping, that's, bro. That's hardcore. Now, yeah, what, what my dad would do is. Can uh, we please, can, can, can we please just change the damn subject? I, I still feel fucking burning laser beams inside of my damn head over here. 
Oh, oh, absolutely not. Hey, yeah, yeah, I brought it up, man. I'm yeah, just, just absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, the Bob Man is the youngest of the three of us, so his memories are a lot closer than ours are. Dude, the milk bucket. Let, let me tell you this real quick before you tell your story. The milk bucket that, you know, the old-fashioned timey milk bucket. Yeah. But, well, every single birthday... We would get our present plus a milk bucket full of switches with water in the bottom of it. Nice. And that was, and that was explained. Let's see if you can go without using every switch for this year. Never happened, but still, damn it, <laughs> that milk bucket is still sitting over here in the fucking corner of my house. <laughs> Meanwhile, liberals are cringing right now. Oh my God, these abused children. You know what the no. funny thing is? <laughs> All three of us have the utmost respect and love for our parents. My dad, yes. once I got too big for him to uh, catch, and uh, by big, I mean I was fast, because uh, he couldn't outrun <laughs> me speed-wise. If it was distance, if it was a long haul, well, fuck, man, I was a kid and he was in the Army. If I had to do a six-mile haul, he'd have messed me up a lot sooner. He just didn't have the patience for that. I would mess up, and he would, God damn it, Nate! And I would take off running. Now, here's the thing. My dad is a crack shot. He can hit you on the run with a rifle, with a pistol, with a fucking rock, with a softball, with a baseball. If there is something that he can pick up, because he never shot me with anything. But he hit me with shit. I would take off running. And this guy, God love him. I'm going down to see him uh, at, uh, at the end of this month uh, in, in August. And I can't wait. But this guy, because he didn't want to bother chasing me, would pick up rock, baseball, softball, lacrosse ball, whatever was on the ground near him, and whip that some bitch at me, hit me in the back of the right thigh, and drop me. And would stroll on up to me. Not even move quick. He would just stroll. Because I'm on the ground hollering. And <laughs> proceed to whoop my ass. <laughs> Nate, um, Joe, I'm, I'm going to kill you both. Because now Granny Clyde is standing on top of me. You two are fucking dead. <laughs> Man, I wish I could see this video. Get him! Get him, Granny! I'll swat him, swat him once for me. Swat that ass! <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. I just want to say one thing real fast. Where these new people growing up think they invent, invented timeouts, they're wrong. I took a lot of timeouts out of my busy schedule to beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's so much better you than two, the chair you two are in the gonna corner. die before this episode's over. I still feel them fucking lasers inside my head. Damn you two. Oh, that's so funny. Oh god. We haven't even started the episode. This is beautiful. <laughs> You're a dick. Oh golly. You are what you eat, sugar. <laughs> that would be you, sir. Not me. Yeah, I'm the one up north in liberal America. You're up. No, wait, Sid's in more liberal America. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck. Let's let's get to my week. <laughs> my my week was okay. Um, I I didn't realize that by Wednesday I or, no I'm lying. By Thursday I figured out what was going on. You know, Vale was gone for two weeks. She just got home uh, this past Saturday. 
Um, she leaves every July, last two weeks of the summer, or the last two weeks of July, to go visit with her brother and sister. And I, and I get bummed out about it because I have her full time, you know, which, which is rare for a single father. But, uh, I, man, I was just down, down, down on Wednesday, and I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah, okay, Devea's gone, or she's sending me her little, you know, her little Snapchat videos of I miss you, daddy, and I miss home, and all that. And, and that was obviously weighing on my heart. But then it hit me when my sister texted me um, late Wednesday evening. Probably sent me a text around six or seven, which I call late because it's not night, that's evening. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of you, bro. Hope you're doing okay. It's like, holy shit. My mom's been gone for seven years today. Every year since my mom's been gone, I've always had people around me, so you kind of put the shit out of sight, out of mind. Well, you know, with Miss Jen not living here right now, and with Nevaeh gone, I had nothing to do but let that shit work on my head. And I didn't work overtime Wednesday, I only worked the half day schedule, the six, uh, six and a half hour day schedule. So it just, it messed me up. But at the same time, and this is what's going to start us into our episode, this child of mine has spent two weeks with entitled people, and over those two weeks, some of the text messages I got absolutely infuriated me. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rambling Volume 2. As if you couldn't already tell that. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm going to go ahead and kick this off since I just opened it up. Okay, these are some of the messages I was getting from my uh, daughter. That uh, my ex-roommate, my buddy Trevor, he owes me a cell phone. So I'm texting her. Now this is after several text messages of her demanding that I buy her a cell phone, a new cell phone. And I will cover all this here in a minute. But she texts me one day, he owes me a cell phone. What the fuck are you talking about? He owes you anything. You know, because I'm, I'm actually kind of pissed off by all this. And she's talking about, well, he broke the insides of my cell phone, so he owes me one. Now, this is some shit that she would get from her mother's side of the family because they're welfare scumbags that don't work and think everything should be handed to them. Now listen, while I say that, while I say those words, and I know it's going to piss people off. <coughs> when I say welfare scumbags, I'm talking about people that mooch off the system because they desire nothing more than to mooch off the system. I'm not talking about people that need help. I'm not talking about people that are getting that hand up instead of a handout. I'm talking about people that for generations have mooched off the taxpayer dollars. And that's what this family is. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, my old phone. Hold on. Uh, Trevor owes me a new phone because the big white one that uh, that uh, she got me, he broke. I don't know who she is. And I'm just kind of like, what? He tore up the inside of it. At, at this point, I'm genuinely confused. What are you talking about, lady? My old phone, when he lived with us, he would drop it on the floor and it broke where the charger would go. And so he owes me a new phone. No, he would not drop it on the floor. What happened was she left it on the arm of the chair. And while he was walking by, his leg brushed and knocked it down. So it may have been damaged. 
My response to her was, Nevaeh, knock that entitled crap off. Her response? He broke the inside. He owes me a doing. Right there, I'm pissed. No, lady, I don't even know what you're talking about, but nobody owes you anything. And I, I ended up telling her that we're going to have a long talk when she gets home. This is why this pisses me off. This little entitled fucking attitude that she got while she was gone for two weeks. Since that phone was broken, okay, and I know what she's talking about. I bought her a brand new smartphone, was paying the monthly bill. She lost it. Her sister gave her her old iPhone. She dropped it in the mud and ruined it. She's also been given another smartphone that's damaged all to hell but requires a SIM card for me to switch over and I haven't done. She's had three phones since that time and has ruined all of them. I hate this entitled attitude and I really hate that she comes back after two weeks after realizing we work hard and it's just me and her now, man. So we are like scraping by because the state won't help me out at all. I make too much money. Uh, dude, my truck payment is over 650 bucks a month. My rent is 750 bucks a month. That doesn't include utilities, cable, internet, and fucking phone. And, uh, and food, for Christ's sake. So imagine how infuriated I was while at the same time I'm getting these little bullshit text messages about how, you know, I, I miss home and I miss you. And then she would text me saying she was demanding $10 a week for doing chores around the house. <laughs> Can you believe yeah, well, that it, shit? It, this is from your own daughter. Yeah, my daughter. Woo! Wow, I'm, I'm speechless. I don't think I, I see my daughter doesn't do chores yet. Uh, she won't start that until she's 13. So. Oh no, Nevaeh's been doing chores since she was little. The point is. I won't pay you a dime, and I used to pay her an allowance every week. I used to give her uh, five bucks a week. All that was expected of her was to feed and water the dog, take the trash out, and keep her room clean. Once she started doing those things of her own volition, um, um, for you two guys, that means of her own free will. <laughs> Once she started doing those things of her own volition, I pulled the money. I didn't give it to her anymore. Now she's going to demand money. No, you show me responsibility, and I'm willing to negotiate that price. But don't come to me demanding things like I owe you anything because of uh, roof, cable, internet, food, a ride, screw you. And this is what we're dealing with these days. It's, it's oh, it's infuriating. <clears throat> thank, the, thank the internet for that, man. Thank the internet. Thank fucking pussy ass society for that. These are yeah, all right. Well, you gotta thank society, but society with that that whole that whole craving thing there with the kids and being bossy. Internet, man, mainly YouTube at that too. Uh, My daughter's uh, only had two phones I, in her entire lifetime. I uh, I half-ass agree, but I completely disagree. If you know what I'm saying there, because uh, like my, my my girlfriend's daughter was sitting there during the election time because we would sit around the house and talk about it. She was talking how if she was able to vote, she would vote for Bernie. And I was, I, I said, okay, well, sure, fine. Why? Because in my head, he's a democratic socialist and fuck that guy. I wish he would just have a heart attack. But, you know, whatever. Why would you vote for him? 
and she says, well, why should I have to pay for my college education? Motherfucker, why should I have to pay for your college education? <laughs> right. You know, and, and this is the problem with these entitled kids. They've grown up, and that's really what it is. They have grown up over the last eight, nine years with this Obama philosophy of everything should be handed to you and nothing really needs to be earned. Oh, you can't afford a cell phone? We'll give one to you. Oh, well, now we have smartphones, so I'll give you one of those. Oh, you can't afford to get food, so I'm going to keep giving you this. It's 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 infuriating and outrageous. And now it's, it's, it's got to the point where I even see it in my own home. And as hard as I work with Nevaeh, it pisses me off. It only takes two weeks for her to dip into that mentality. That's a scary fucking thing when you think about it, man. Protect your goddamn kids, because that's where they're going to start leaning. Right. Fucking crazy. Oh, man. I, I ain't got much to put on that topic, because I haven't experienced it yet, but I'm sure by the time I get there, yeah, I'll be sitting here calling you by that point, by episode 100 and 112, 200 of us doing this, and me going, son of a bitch! Oh, well, that, that'll be awesome if you get that far. But, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, entitled scumbags having direct control over my, or direct influence over my daughter is infuriating. And I have a hard time stepping in to stop it because she's supposed to spend that time with her brother and sister. Half brother, half sister. So it's, it, it's aggravating. What can you do? Mm. Try to keep them away from it pretty much, but... You only can do so much. Yeah, and that's the biggest problem. Holy hell. All right, so, you know, that was my week. And I know I kind of went off on my little topic for a second, but I forgot. Trial. We have a segment. We're going to start doing that for you. I know, right? Well, dude, no. I was so angry about that. And you should have trialed me. I I probably could have cut it short by like a minute. (laughs) (laughs) It is time, once again, ladies and gentlemen, for the plug words of the week. I wish I had some cool music to put in here. I, I would love to figure that out. If I, if I could ever figure it out, we're going to have some music for this segment. But all right. <laughs> Since I don't, we'll just go ahead and jump right in. Mountain Man, word of the week. My word of the week. Let's see. I'm going to have to run with the word doodle. Oh. <laughs> oh good God. Doodle. Literally. O O D L E. Okay, doodle. It's doodle. Can anyone tell me what the actual word doodle is? I believe that's a a scribble drawing. Cool. I, I, last time I, I heard out here in Vegas when somebody doodles, it's a kid, you know, taking a dump in the diaper. Mm, no, I ain't never heard that one. Hell, I'm from the South. What the hell? <laughs> Damn, just saying, you know, <laughs> kids come in. <laughs> Dude, my little two-year-old niece comes in. I was babysitting her one time. She come in the room and she goes, because she couldn't say uncle, so she would go, Kunku, I doodled on myself, so that's what I thought, dude. Sorry. Oh, that's awesome. I'm totally going to come out of the bathroom from now and say, Oh, I had to doodle. I doodled on myself. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I don't, I don't know if you can beat that definition. 
I was getting ready to say, hell, we just call that taking the shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, I crap myself. <laughs> yeah, sorry for interrupting on that. No, that was right. great. That's a beautiful thing. I, I like that definition better already. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, as everybody knows, I incorporate my word in power in Say it wrongly, but it's actually say it in a sentence, and it sounds like something else. So just asking just for shits and giggles, how would you all think a redneck would use the word doodle in a sentence and not mean a drawing or shitting yourself? Oh, can, I, can I go first? Can go, I go oh, first? Oh, please. Please go sure. first. Sure. <laughs> Mommy, Daddy, I doodle on myself. I don't know, dude. I just had a big... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, mate, I know you try to use proper English, but would you have any idea how redneck would say it and uh, it not mean the actual meaning? Man, I am, I am thinking hard and... Uh, hey, baby, I'm going to put this doodle in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that ain't it. <laughs> I, I, I have, I, I have tears running down my face over I doodle about myself. That's so fucking right. funny. <laughs> oh, all right, Bob, man, because this is going to have to be epic because I, for once, Sid just stole the show. <laughs> what do you right. got? <laughs> all right. The way Red makes, and I actually do this myself. I've actually said this word. Oh, you? my God, it's about masturbation. Hey. Yeah, I uh, know, right? <laughs> uh, man, you better not look at her. That doodle kill you, I'm telling you. Oh, well played. Well played, well sir. Played. Yes, well played on that one. For <laughs> dude, doodle, will you come get me? Because I'm going to need a ride to go up there, but I might have to go over yonder. You never know. Oh, here we go, directions again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so my, my word of the week, Doodle and the redneck sounding of it is dude will if you say it fast enough. Oh boy, uh, gotcha. We, we we are really making people stupid. Listen to this show. <laughs> you won't need a Webster's no more after today. I know. I just I, I'm ready to throw my that's me throwing my word away. <laughs> oh god. For the first time, I believe we have heard Zen actually say, I have a word for the week. So I'm yeah, really excited about this. One. I know, right? This, this one's actually crazy because this one is actually, you can probably, <laughs> I think, use it as a noun or an adjective adjective is what they call it oh, but oh shit he's even using big words he's like now yeah adjective. yeah but uh my word of the I day actually say, wait a minute what the hell is that i never heard that down in the south yeah <laughs> adjective you know it's like a word to describe i think like a action. uh feeling or action or something action, but yeah. either way dude did you not hear the sarcasm in my day uh no yeah. um but I, no my actually comes yeah, it comes from my favorite team all time, which I know Bushy will hate me for saying it, but Bomber. And uh, Bomber technically can be used in different ways because you got Bomber fighter jets, you got terrorists that are Bombers, but my Bomber are the ones from the Bronx who have brought the last five World Series titles dating up to about 2009. 
So yeah, other than trying to sit there and using the sentence, not really. It was just, I'm just using the word I found for the week for me, which you can actually use in many different ways. So, <laughs> uh, like I said, not not as comical. I have to try to get as good as Mountain oh, Man. No, but no, hey. no, no, no. That's fine. You showed up with something. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that already it, even it was, has a funny word, so... Yeah, so that was, that was my word for the week. Right, doodle. All right, here's a portion where we fall asleep because of education. Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead. yeah, yeah. Take you bitches to school real quick. No, go, I... Go, go, Gadget Pillow. <laughs> pillow. No, I, I grabbed this word. I'm, I'm so sick of liberals throwing this word around, although I can understand why they do. If you pick apart, uh, part, if you pick apart the parts of the definition that you like, and my word of the week is fascism. It's a philosophy or governmental system marked by stringent socioeconomic control, a strong central government headed by a dictator, and often a belligerently nationalistic policy. Now, if you listen to liberals, the nationalistic policy would uh, really tip them off. The problem is, is uh, uh, the current administration doesn't want a strong central government. It's one of the things he ran on. We don't have a dictator because the motherfucker was democratically elected. And uh, uh, stringent socioeconomic control, I'm pretty sure that's what the left does on a daily basis by trying to dictate how our lives. It's also called oppressive dictatorial control. Yes, fascism. For all you ignorant liberals who are trying to call Trump a fascist, he's not. Shut up. You heard it here on The Plug. <laughs> Woo! Can I wake up now? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you wow, that's up. so wrong. Jesus Christ. This, this <laughs> no, no, I 100% agree with you there, dude. I, I just got to give you hell. I, and I Granny Clyde over here saying go, Nate. <laughs> well, thanks, Granny. See, somebody's listening. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So this is our rambling volume two, and uh, I kind of want to give the floor over to these guys to see if they have a uh, conversation, a topic they would like to talk about, because frankly, to be honest, uh, uh, Bushy's got to go take a leak, so I'm going to give the floor over, put you guys on the spot, yes, I know you don't MC. let's see what you got, who's up, you got it. Alright, uh, me personally, I want to say, uh, After you, I'm trying to figure out what this whole uh russia thing happened because i thought man trump and putin were good hands but apparently uh apparently uh now russia is like pissed off at us <laughs> and uh technically speaking uh that's one country you don't want to piss off because from what i've heard they got the capabilities of shoving a h-bomb atom bomb nuclear bomb up our asses so yeah that's got me a little bit concerned there i really don't understand what's going on with it but i know from what they're saying putin is pissed so some shit happened in the white house this past week because last i saw july 7th trump and putin were shaking hands and now we're here what july 31st and they're like oh fuck you fuck you and it's like oh oh <laughs> yeah i don't know man Mm. That's uh, that's the first I've actually heard 
of that one. What do you have any uh, extra to add to it to help me better understand? I, I don't I don't know, brother. I was I was watching uh, Outnumbers while I watched my my news on Fox, and apparently something about they they were leaking like um what you call it like it was, it, I think it's evolving around like this whole leak thing how Trump is kicking out people out of the office that may have information about russia all i know is like i said you do not this this ain't the mr kong Pao chicken of north korea okay this is putin putin literally can fuck us up dude it's it's well documented he can hit us dude so i don't know man i'm gonna have to ask bushy on this whole thing because bushy is the trump you know he knows about this whole damn thing so bushy my brother do you know anything of what's going on with this uh Russia being pissed off at the United States now? Like, what's going on with this? Yeah, absolutely, I do. Um, what happened is um, the Trump administration has put some pretty serious sanctions on uh, Iran, North Korea, and Russia. And the problem is, it's, it's being found out that it wasn't the Trump administration that colluded Russia, it was the left. That, uh, that was doing it um, through the Hillary campaign. There was a dossier that was released that was trying to get Trump not elected. Um, these are things that are coming to light. And, and it's, it's, it's a whole big he said, she said. Now, the reason this means nothing to me is you have to understand that the Obama administration kicked a bunch of Russian nationals out of their embassy and sent them back to Russia. So to me, this is a mock next thing. You know, it's it, it's one of those, it's, it's, it's a quid pro quo. It was bound to happen, okay? Russia's been flying into our airspace, testing us. It, it, it was bound to happen. We already booted some of their ambassadors out or, you know, the people at their embassy. I would expect nothing less for them than to boot 750 of our guys out. Now, now that's not the whole thing. It's not like everybody's gone from the U.S. Embassy in Russia. But they got rid of, of, of a uh, substantial amount of people. This is par for the course. We're not headed towards war with Russia. I don't think Putin wants war with us any more than we want war with, uh, with Russia. That's ridiculous. The Cold War is over. The problem is right. that since, uh, since we've elected President Trump, who said openly he would like to work with Russia, Russia has decided that they're going to step on our dick. And President Trump has been one of those guys that says, um, I'm sorry, that kind of hurt. You ripped my foreskin off a little bit. So now I've got to hand up to you a little bit more instead of being buddy-buddy with you. So here's what I'm going to do. Bam. Sanctions. And that's how it should work. The fact that they won't help with North Korea and the fact that they uh, won't help with Iran speaks volumes about Russia. Would it be great if we could work with Russia? <laughs> Absolutely. Because they're the only other major superpower in the world. Besides China, right. China, China's pretty strong. North Korea is dangerous, but they're not there yet. They're fucking scary close. And this world needs to figure that shit out real quick because they just lost their intercontinental ballistic missile that went 650 miles and, and they're threatening they have the capability to hit the entire United States mainland. 
That's not hit Hawaii. That's not hit fucking Alaska. That's not even hit California, which, sorry, I don't know that that would be a loss. That's the entire U.S. mainland. That's major capability. Now, if they could put a nuclear warhead on top of that, that's catastrophic. Right. You're talking like, when you say mainland, see, I, I picture... I picture the West Coast, but when you say mainland, are you talking like the Midwest capability of hitting us from that far? Yes. Yeah, when wow. you say the mainland, I'm thinking you could hit as far up here as where I am in northern New York. That's how I have to think, and I think we need defense readiness for that. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a real scary time because Kim Jong-il was fucking crazy. Uh, his dad was crazy. I can't remember his name because why would I bother, but... That's the guy that we fought, and we fought it up to the, was it, the 50, 53rd parallel, and that's where the stalemate was. That's why you have North Korea and South Korea. But this Kim Jong-un is even crazier than Kim Jong-il. China needs to step up. Russia needs to step up. All these communist-supporting nations, if you want a planet to live on, okay, don't worry about your plastic fucking bottles and your carbon footprint. Worry about these crazy little flathead North fucking Koreans to want to destroy the whole goddamn world. Think about those people. That's what you need to worry about. But what I heard on the news is, isn't China, doesn't Korea basically get all their like supplies? I'm talking like medical, food, water, like electricity off of China? They're, I mean, that's what I've heard. They, yeah, like, most of their trade is with China, yes. But remember, China is a communist regime. Okay, so I, they are not a democracy, they're not a republic, they're not a democratic republic. They're like Russia, they're like, fuck, they're, they're not, man, I don't know, Venezuela, they're, they're a socialist country and people are like fighting in lines for bread and fucking baby formula. Right. Right. <clears throat> but you know, no, see, what, what yeah. has me confused is like, what would happen if like China just up and said, Fuck you, come jump. You're not getting no more shit, you know, like do the Chinese. Because, I mean, technically, if he's trying to hit us, and we already know China's not too far from North Korea. No, it's, it's, I it, mean, it borders North Korea. Uh, uh, Korea, the Korea Peninsula is part of China, if you think about it. If you look at the, if you look at the map, um, you got China, and then you have the Korea Peninsula that comes off China. Think of, think of it this way. If you have China and you have Korea, the entire Korea, north and south, it's no different than the United States and Florida. Okay, wow. it's a little off-put peninsula. Um, yeah, uh, China has a big military, but here's the scary thing: is North Korea's military is fucking huge. They're a million strong. That's scary. That's scary. So that our combined forces are that big. I know that we're better equipped and better trained, but that's a lot of motherfuckers to have to mow down. Right. right. So it, it's a scary thing. I I really would get that shit under wraps. But as far as the you know kicking our uh, kicking our people out of the embassy in Russia, whatever. We did it to them a couple years ago under the Obama administration. So to me, that's non-news. That's 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 spin. Oh, under the Trump administration, our guys getting kicked out. Well, motherfucker, what about this? Okay, you can't have it both ways. You can't serve two mustards. 
And if you guys can guess what that movie's from, bonus points to you. I wouldn't know. So. Nope. Oh, you guys suck. Crossroads, Ralph Macchio, Joe Seneca. Great movie, blues movie. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> Sorry. Oops, we, we, we got more important things to do outside than watch movies on it. No, oh, I, I much prefer to watch films. Mm. <laughs> Plus, that fucker's so, from like the 80s, so. 80s classic Beauty's Day. Paris Beauty's Day Off. Love yeah. it. That was a comical movie right there. Matthew Brodick was hilarious. Right, right, because it, it, it's, it's a lot like you. It's a like, trial, Bueller, trial, Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Stein, oh. brilliant man, great economist, and conservative. Love that guy. Today right, we're so going to learn in class. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so uh, I had to go to the bathroom because um, the, the Bush is drinking a little bit today because he wanted to be locked, cocked, and ready to rock for this episode. So if anybody heated him up, <laughs> I was be ready to throw some punches. Um, and actually, it's been a pretty civil conversation, which is nothing less than I uh, expected. Uh, I, I went to the bathroom. Who opened up that uh, that conversation? That, that's a good one. Nice see him. Yeah, that was yeah, me. Nice, Mountain Man. You got anything? I got lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, I've got two or three things, but the one that mainly sticks out is what we all three have been talking about all week to bring up. The transgender thing with the uh, what uh, President uh, Trump is uh, basically denied. All right. Well, hey, man, you want to let that cat out of the bag that early? Let's get into it. Um, here's here's the great thing. Uh, uh, this is not policy. President Trump, in a series of tweets on Twitter the other day, said that uh, uh, he was basically barring and banning transgenders from serving in the U.S. military in any capacity. And of course, the liberal world exploded. They blew the fuck up. The LGBT community exploded, which, which half of me finds funny because there's four letters in that. You got LGB. None of them are being messed with. But I would love to delve into this because I actually went through and did a little bit of research because I'm on you guys go first I want to hear your side first after you Sam uh, I'm, I, yeah. I ain't gonna lie I didn't do my homework on this man because uh, when Bushy did contact me and, and Mountain Man about this uh, uh, I was basically late at trying to find anything I, I, I looked over uh, your usual channels and stuff. I personally think, man, like, I don't know. I, I got mixed feelings about this. Maybe they, they shouldn't represent, but then in the same sense, it's like, if they're in America and they're a U.S. citizen and they're willing to put their life on the line to serve for this country, let them do it, man. Like, that that's just the way I feel about it. I don't know. Like, I'm... I, I don't know, like, I, I'm mixed about it because, like, I, I don't know no transgender people myself that go in there. Like, I don't know the whole story. I know the LGBT community went off. Oh, yeah, they lost their minds. Yeah, it's like, 
you know what? That's it's just the way it is. If you know, the president says something, he doesn't want to do it. You gotta respect it, like like Bushy said before, and and he said it before we even started this podcast. I remember he said it right before election. He goes, "We're gonna go, we're gonna go, and we're gonna get Trump." He was like, "If Trump fucks up." I'll be the first one to vote him out four years later. But let the man do his job. Even if it's fucked up or he does wrong. I know personally, I'm tired of seeing the man bashed on TV. Is why I don't pay attention to news. So, trial. <laughs> no. My God, he called it on his sale. I know, right? That, that's great. But he actually makes a good point. Um, and, and Mountain Man, I want to hear your point. Because uh, uh, in, in your household... This was kind of a controversial little fucking thing, man. I got a goddamn uh, uh, Facebook message, and it was almost threatening-like. I mean, <laughs> I was told that if we're going to do this, you would have to leave the house, and nobody's even heard my opinion. And I, and I do have a lot to say, but I'm going to back it with research, and I'm going to back it with my years involved with the United States military. But I want to hear what you have to say. Right. right? Well... <clears throat> Granny Clyde, we also want your input on this as well. Yay! Oh, Granny said she's going to give her opinion after you, Nate. Nice, um, nice. She'll be surprised. For, right. Well, personally, personal for me, uh, well, no, I won't go personal input yet. The main reason that I've read and done research for was mainly because of uh, medical costs was basically what I got from it. Am I correct on that aspect, Nate? That, that seems to be the driving factor behind this. But that, that's what I thought. It, it's, it's mainly the medical cost aspect of it. I mean, well, well that and deployability. Right, because if if a, a man's claiming to be a woman, yeah, so on and so forth. Um, but for to the extent of medical costs, you can kind of see that and understand it. And as far as I've ever been concerned with anybody's beliefs or what they believe they are or not, I've got friends that are gay, transgender, so on and so forth, and. I, I know personally I don't believe in it, but I don't. I do my best not to judge people for what they believe for themselves. Sure. So I mean, I'm I'm like I'm basically the same way. I'm on the fence. I personally believe if you want to serve your country because you love it, because we're free to do what we want, yeah, by all means, do that. But at the same time, you can kind of understand the medical side if you're going to try to have surgery and stuff for that yeah i'm pretty sure that can get pretty damn expensive and there's not a lot of insurance companies in the united states that's going to fully cover the support of that for the cost of any of it so i'm basically the same way i'm on the fence i'm not going to sit here and say that a woman that wants to turn into a man shouldn't or should serve this country i i think if you want to by all means go for it do it because there's many different sides and places you can do in the military that a lot of people think oh they're just gun toters that go around shoot people no that's not every capability our military forces forces have to do you've got to feed you you got to feed everybody you've got to do logistics you've got to do this you've got to do that the list goes on and on and on but for personal aspect, for me, I'm on the fence. I mean, I can understand 
because a lot of different people and opinions like an asshole. Everybody's got one. Yeah. But but I'm not going to sit here and say whether it is right or wrong for personal feeling, but for medical, uh, for the medical cost for like having the surgeries and stuff, I can understand <laughs> it. But I'm not going to sit here and say whether I'm for or against it. I have, I have a question, Bishop, before you throw uh, your your side of the thing real quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, uh, these it was stated it was what about you said about fifteen hundred uh, people were banned, right? Was that like the rough number I, I that they gave I us? I haven't give a single number out. Oh well, e- either way, I, I'm thinking in my head. This is such a big issue, you know, that they can't fight with normal men and women. Okay, we got that solved. But these guys want to fight. Here's a little proposition for our president. Why don't you make a unit for themselves right there? I'm sure they got somebody who's got a lot of experience who could lead the troops for their for their gender and convey your, you know, soldiers like that. They'd just be like, I can't say like, you know, SEAL Team 6 or nothing. I don't know how good these guys are out in the field, but make their own division, man. I mean, seriously, if they want to sacrifice their life for the love of this country and go out and defend America, then let them do it. Even if they have to have their own little branch of the military, but don't ban them. I mean, that's all I got. uh, (laughs) I'm going to say I half agree with you, and I also half strongly disagree with you. Um, uh, Navy SEAL, uh, there's a transgender Navy SEAL uh, right now. He's retired, or she's retired. This is what fucks me up, okay? Uh, I, I don't know what to call these fucking people, alright? If you water, and you pour it into a cup, and you put that cup in the freezer, and then two days later you pull that cup out of the freezer, you could call it a tree. But the fact of the matter is, it's still fucking frozen water. Okay, so I have an issue with that. I think there's a mental health issue there anyway. Am I saying they're less a human being? Absolutely not. But you can cut your dick off, or you can cut your tits off. You're still whatever the hell you were created as. You were born with XY or XX. You're either male or female. That's how I feel. Now, having said that, I don't think anybody should be barred service provided they can meet the demands of the United States military. Here's where I start to have the problem, okay? I got some numbers for you because I don't know how I sit here because I don't want to ban anybody from service except for those that can't serve. Um, The average cost, and this is just which is weird. Why is it always men going to women? But these are the numbers I have. The average cost, and this is per www.tgender.net. These are the average cost for male to female surgery. Average is roughly 17 grand. Once you add in the cost of roughly $1,000 for therapy, because, well... (laughs) Obviously, you're gonna need it. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. need it. Fifteen hundred dollars for hormones and another five hundred dollars for doctor's visits and lab costs. You're looking at about twenty thousand dollars over a two-year transitional period. Now they provide no data on the original costs after surgery or ongoing costs, rather, uh, other than to say they dropped dramatically. Now here's my problem: 
when we're speaking about this transgender thing? Are we talking about guys like this great Navy SEAL that served 20 years? I believe he was on the team to help take out Bin Laden. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. But he's a Navy, teal, a Navy SEAL team member, Team 6, retired and then transitioned. So did he identify as transgender or not? I don't know. He was an obvious badass just now walking around in high heel pumps and a fucking long hair and makeup. I don't know. A 2016 study by Rand Corporation, which was commissioned by the Pentagon, estimated that between 830 and 4,160 transgenders were serving in the military reserves. Uh, between 1,320 and 6,630 transgenders serving active duty. So your total is anywhere between 2,150 to 10,790 transgender service members. The problem is, we're not being told is that I identify this way or that I'm going through the surgery. Because my reason is cost effectiveness and deployability. If it takes two, two years for 10,000 people to transition, that's not force readiness, okay? And I know that's on the extreme side, but that's what we have to look at because the left is going to throw it on the extreme side the other way. So I want to put that out there. And here's the, here's the thing. Let's put it on cost effectiveness. The average cost of an M4 rifle is five grand, okay? And I don't know the total strength of the United States military. I want to say it's between 500 and 800,000. Low end cost for 2,150 transgender people to go through their whole transition, get their therapy because their minds aren't working right, they're denying science. $43 million over two years. That's the low end. How many M4s is that going to buy? The high end, if we're talking 10,790 uh, uh, transgender uh, serving military men and or women. Now we're looking at $215,800,000 over two years. How much body armor is that going to buy? How much air cover is that going to buy? I think of it as, I, I, I hate to think that somebody can't serve. If they can medically and psychologically qualify. People get turned away because they have flat feet. People get turned away because they have asthma. I'm sorry that you think science was wrong and you're supposed to have tits that you have a dick. I'm sorry about that. You either serve it at capacity because you want to serve this country. If you're trying to serve to get that couple years off, which means you're a worthless fucking pogue soldier that I hated when I was in in the first place when you weren't a transgender. And I mean that by about actual scumbag soldiers that wanted to ride sick call in a profile the whole time so they didn't have to deploy. We have no use for you. The military is an expensive, serious game. Their job is to wage war on other nations to make sure ours is safe. If you're willing to make that sacrifice, I applaud you. But you have to be able to serve. You have to be able to deploy. Now, if you serve, you're entitled to, a, to, to, to medical care. So, okay, that's great. I, I am so on the fence with this this one. And, 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 and here's the worst part. It's not even policy. It was a tweet. 
the Joint Chiefs of Staff have to look into this. They, you know, in every, in, uh, those numbers I gave you, that was an estimate. Because there's no way of actually knowing how many transgenders there are. Uh, transgenders there are. I've seen numbers from little sites saying as many as 15,000 to 20,000. Where'd they get that number? This was an actual study commissioned by the Pentagon. I have a little more faith in that one. And do you see the gap in those numbers? Reserve, right. 830 to 4,160. Active duty, 1,320 to 6,630. What do those numbers mean? I don't know. I am so on the fence, but I know liberals were in uproar. And it's hilarious because um, he didn't say anything about lesbians, bisexual, gays. Or whatever you mean, questionable. Like, I, I don't know. I don't understand this whole fucking trans thing anyway, you know. I, I guess I'm too old school. I, I don't get this whole self identifying thing. Okay, science is law when it comes to climate change. But science is not law when it comes to the fact that there are only two genders, male and female. You can't pick and fucking choose your science. What do we do? I don't know. Uh, it sounds, I don't know, to me it sounds like uh, when I was getting out of that conversation, I'm kind of confused. Are, are the transgender basically up in there trying to basically get the military? Like, you know how the military gets paid for doing their services? Are they using that money towards having the surgery? Because if that's the case, then yeah, they don't need to be using the government just to pay for their operation. That's, is what I'm saying. That's what I'm that's my argument right there, Sam, and thank you. My whole argument is if you legitimately yeah, want to serve, go and serve and then use the abbreviated healthcare options that you have, which are still better than what you and I and, and, and the mountain man can buy. Because my dad right. my dad has pretty good health care from a tire from the army. You know what? In 20 years, you're allowed to have this. This is guaranteed by contract. Do not go in. And then try to say, oh, I'm transgender, I can't handle it, I can't handle who I am, I'm being picked on, and I need this surgery, or... Because now, now we've lost a soldier for two years. What fucking good is a soldier, or airman, or a marine, or a fucking seaman? What good are you if I can't deploy you to do your goddamn job? Right, because that doesn't that cost the government money to deploy a one troop at a time or something like that? Doesn't that cost? It, it costs. It, should... it costs a lot of money to deploy in the first place. So I, I just threw those numbers out at you. You know, low end cost to do all this transgender bullshit surgeries and fucking healthcare. Forty three million to two hundred and almost sixteen million dollars. So that they can cut their dicks off and add tits, or cut their tits off and add dicks. It's ridiculous. No, however, I'll tell you that. However. That, that I'm a guessing. Huh. Well, yeah, and that's my whole thing. Now, do I personally agree with this whole thing, as far as the whole transgender thing? No, I personally, I think it's a mental fucking illness, and we should be addressing that. But we're not going to address that, because in this day and age, you're allowed to say I identify as a cat, and it's okay. I've seen it on you. YouTube, this bitch over in uh, Holland or fucking Denmark or Norway is ridiculous. However, oh, that, you can that, go that, with cash woman? and fucking check. 
for a million dollars. Say, hey, motherfucker, I identify as a billionaire. I'm going to go to jail. It's ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Dude, you're talking about the cat moving from your... Oh, you've seen it too. Okay, not this big. Yeah, buddy, it's not this you, dude. That shit was hilarious, I bro. I've always been a cat. No, bitch, you're not. You're collecting free she, money. She's, she's all, man, did you see the way she gave herself a... Oh, my uh, God, dude. Thank oh, you. This, this, this is what happens when liberalism and, and, and political correctness takes over. The ridiculousness. The ridiculousness becomes the norm and it's scary mountain man you've been really quiet did i cross the line have i been honest what what, what do you think brother i got no, way more to talk about than this bullshit you're exactly on you as far as i'm concerned uh but one thing do you want to explain your side granny or you want me to granny 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 <laughs> That just sounded creepy. I, I was her eyed run. I bet you money while he was doing that, he was calling the doll in one hand, the doll in the other, bouncing them back and forth. Great. He was holding something. I was fist pumping the air, damn it. I was fist pumping <laughs> the air. Alright, here's great. First of all, if they want to be in the army, they should have to sign paper before they go in that the government's not going to pay for that shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just pausing to let you go. I don't necessarily disagree, but I also disagree. Go ahead. Uh, second of all, I really don't care what anybody does or thinks they are or going to do or anything else. As long as they ain't shoving in my face. What they do outside my two acres sphere, I really don't give a shit. Right. Just that thing. Right. Hey, look. But don't bring it to my house. Look, look, see, Grady, see, you sent that hateful video so scared of what I was going to say. And I pretty much said the same thing. <laughs> but now, if they're just going in the army for the government, well, actually, it's not just the government, it's all of us to pay for that crap. No, they should have to sign paper before they go in. That ain't gonna happen. Right, and, and we can't do that because that's the same as racially profiling, so that'll never happen. Um, the, it, well, I disagree, I disagree with that. Because just like you said, that's not a race. That's personal choice. Just like sure, sure, and, and and I get that. But what I'm saying is, is, is it's just like racially profiling, uh, you know, either on the street in crime-ridden neighborhoods or at the airports because somebody looks a certain way. It's it, it's hard. You can't. It, it you know it started with Clinton with the "Don't ask, don't tell" thing, and I don't have a problem with homosexuals serving in the military. God love you, man. Serve this great nation. I don't have a problem with transgender serving, provided, provided that you haven't enlisted just to get the operation. Because I don't exactly. care that, it, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to come out with this $20,000, but if I join up and wait a couple years and then come out as I'm transgender and I need a surgery and I can't take it, well, now you're costing the taxpayers dollars. 
And I don't care if it's only five cents out of my tax dollars. The fact of the matter is, I don't want my tax dollars going to your mental neurosis. Because I think exactly. that's crazy. I'm, I'm okay with you feeling that way because this is a free country and a mostly free world. All right, so you're loody as a goddamn batshit crazy bitch. Whatever. You could do that, but I shouldn't have to pay for it. It's kind of like abortion. I'm okay with abortion, but I don't want to pay for it because I don't believe in it. You want to do that? That's your business. You know what I mean? But yeah, but I do have a problem with the bathroom thing, too. Well, I have a little girl, too, and if I see a dude with a old Adam's apple, and obviously he's got some dick swing in there, and an Adam's apple, yeah. he's got long hair and makeup, I don't want him in there with my little girl, too. And maybe that's a societal thing that we have to get past. Or maybe it's some shit that we can handle a different way. I don't know. North Carolina took like the lead that. on that, but even that got kicked down, didn't it? Yeah, but I feel like that was prejudice against us. Yeah, and that's a, and that's a, that's a tough call because we want to be equally freeing to all peoples of America. America, provided you're a citizen, if you're not a citizen in this country, look, I'm going to go on record right now as saying your life means absolutely nothing to me if you're in this country illegally. I don't care. You're not granted any American rights. If you're on the welfare system, I just assume you got hit by a bus or we should have like some purge type shit we're allowed to hunt you. Fuck you for mooching off our system in this great nation when I'm busting my ass and not getting any help at all. Exactly. You know, um, that's why I said I was, I'm, I'm really on the fence with this one. I don't have anything against transgender people. I think it's weird. And I've seen him and met him. It's fucking weird. I don't understand it. But I don't think they don't have a right to life. They definitely have a right to life. Um, but when they have a suicide rate at 40%, that's higher than PSD. The soldiers. Yes. That's, that's higher than their suicide rate. Now they come back and say, well, that's because society picks on us. And it's like, um, well, look, okay, dude, you look like a woman. Uh, chick, you look like a dude. Sorry. That's not right. It's not natural. So it's, it, it, it's, it's a real hard line. My whole thing on this Trump tweet, it was literally a tweet. There is no policy in place for liberals like Alyssa Milano to freak the fuck out about. It was a tweet where I spoke to my generals and transgenders will no longer be allowed. That's not policy. That's a tweet. That's yeah. him giving an idea. That's him putting his mind out there. I don't agree. I don't disagree. For this one, I have to stay on the fence and say we need more research. We need to know cost effectiveness. I need to know, as a veteran, force race. If those two things are met, you you go ahead, he, she, or she, he, whatever, whatever you are, you go ahead, you go serve. Because God love you, I'll have more respect than this scumbag sitting out there demanding free college that doesn't serve. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> are we done with fucking Trump's tweet? Uh, wait, 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 no, no, wait. I, I remember when you were saying, I don't know what the hell to call these people. I believe it's a sep uh, September 7th release. It. There you go, it. No, I, I, that's 
I, 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 I know it's wrong, but I, like, so I, like I was saying earlier. See, to me, that's... Now these, but, but these people, I, I think, don't want. I, I, I don't want them. I don't want them using the military and the government for this shit. If that's the case, then to me, those people are basically shafting all of America, using us like that, and therefore just to don't get their surgery have, and stuff. Yeah, I don't know what don't. the percentage is, and, and and like I said, we had that study by the Rand Corporation. It's so all over the place that we don't know. We don't know. It was Trump thinking out loud. The problem is President Trump thinks with a keyboard. <laughs> you know, while he's on Twitter right. tonight. And I don't necessarily disagree with him for those numbers that I gave you. But I don't necessarily agree with him either. I think if you're medically and uh, uh, psychologically disqualified, then you're medically and psychologically disqualified. I don't care what you want to call yourself. You say I identify as a fucking black widow spider. Okay, whatever. Get your ass out there and catch bullets, bitch. That's all I care about. Right. Holy hell. Well, I'm glad we were able to all get right. that over with. Now, I, I gotta bring some up because this drove me crazy. Again, fucking Alyssa Milano. And, you know, if she didn't have nice tits, even though they're augmented, yeah, I said that, Alyssa, what's up? I remember who's the boss in Charm, bitch. So, Milano freaks out uh, in the last week because of a uh, speech that was given by President Trump, and I want you to listen to this right now. For the past 17 years, Obamacare has wreaked havoc on the lives of innocent, hardworking Americans. The Senate bill protects coverage for pre-existing conditions. And you don't hear this from the Democrats. They like to tell you just the opposite. And they didn't even know the bill. They run out, they say death, death, death. Well, Obamacare is death. That's the one that's death. And besides that, it's failing, so you won't have it anyway. Okay, so what you heard was President Trump talking about the uh, failure of Obamacare for the past 17 years. Now, obviously, Obamacare is only seven years old. It was signed into law in 2010. Why the outrage over an obvious gaffe? I mean, obviously, he read the teleprompter wrong. And the reason I'm going to say this is because I don't remember when this was. But um, this senator out of fucking California, De Leon, what the fuck is his name? Let me grab my notes real quick because this little cocksucker, ba 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 ba. Senator Kevin De Leon, Democrat out of California, listen to this. This is him talking about 30 caliber clips firing 30 rounds per half second. Check this out. This is a ghost gun. This right here has ability with a 30 caliber clip to disperse with 30 bullets within half a second. 30 magazine clip in half a second. You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. All right. 
Can we not see the hypocrisy in the media? To me, President Trump, it was an obvious gaffe. Okay, that's a gaffe. He misread the teleprompter. You know, he was doing his thing. And you don't get no second takes when you're doing a live thing. It's not like you're doing The Apprentice, okay? So I get that. Meanwhile, this little asshole senator, this little Kevin DeLeon, is that his name? Yeah, Kevin DeLeon from fucking California. He did research. It was up there showing the ghost gun with the third caliber clip that fires 30 rounds in 30 seconds. Are you fucking kidding me? The rifle he was holding, and I, I can't remember what that rifle is, uh, which really pisses me off, but, you know, beer. It fires... 15 rounds a minute, not 30 rounds a half fucking minute. Ugh. I I am so tired of the hypocrisy in the press, and 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 the worst thing is, is Democrats and liberals saying, "Oh, why well, you always gotta take it back to Obama?" Because bitch, you fucking be a biased. Yep. Just, yep, okay, well, damn, that was a waste of bit. <laughs> no, no, it, it's completely true. I mean, that, that, that freaking morons don't understand anything. And going back to where you were talking about that uh, uh, politician talking about weapons. Yeah, Kevin DeLeon. Kevin DeLeon, Democrat, out of California. With the that sounds like some fucking name out of clip. Godfather. <laughs> right. No, the Godfather would have shot that fucker. They knew what their weapons were. Right, right. Well, what's funny is you've seen that video, and I pointed this out before we started the podcast. The moment he mentioned it shoots 30 rounds in less than uh, half a second, the cop standing behind him glared his eyes at him like a freaking moron and was like, are you kidding me? Did you seriously just say that? It, it's hilarious how people perceive weapons and stuff to be this, and they don't even know anything about them. Absolutely. It's now, can I, can I play devil's advocate for a second? And, 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 and this is hardcore devil's advocate. Why did nobody correct President Trump? It was an obvious fuck-up. We know Obama cares about it for 17 years. Can somebody say, uh, no, Mr. President, seven years. Let him correct that. Or maybe it does exist, yeah. and just the soundbite I have is not that. It's, it's, oh man, it's it's so funny. It's like, we're going to hate President Trump just because we hate President Trump. Because it's cool to hate President Trump. Right. Mm. They, they, they're just trying to look up anything and everything just to hate a person to try to get everybody's feathers rubbed. Oh yeah, and here's, here's a funny little, um, piece of history for you. A little bit of uh, knowledge you might not have. Ronald Reagan. Reagan, they tried, they, they, many try, they screamed for impeachment. George Walker Bush, they screamed for impeachment. George W. Bush, they screamed for impeachment. President Donald J. Trump, they screamed for impeachment. This is what the left does when they don't get their way. Impeach, impeach, impeach. Now we impeached President Clinton, and that's the only impeachment that's ever happened. Right. On a Democratic fucking president. <laughs> and the worst thing he primarily just about ever done was got a blowjob under the desk. 
Well, I don't know. Them cigars are kind of weird, but... <laughs> right. Those were hand-rolled, by the way. You know? Yeah, but did he sniff them after? That's what I <laughs> want to know. Those are called blunts. No, no, they were called Cubans, so he was wrong anyway. But no, the point is, uh, uh, the left screams every time a conservative Republican, or fuck, even a not-so-conservative Republican, a Republican gets elected to office for as long as I can remember. The leftists scream for his impeachment. They cannot stand it. The country might lean a different way. And look, what we have to understand is, in 2020, there's no guarantee that President Trump is going to be president. It could go back, back the other way. The country could shift the other way. You never know. And that's what happens. You got these ebbs and flows and ebbs and flows. Anything can happen. The problem I see right now is they hate the way he talks. I like because he frankly fucking talks like me. I think he's a brilliant guy. And I'm sorry, when you're worth over $3 billion, you obviously have some fucking sense. So you can talk about, oh, your casino failed, your airline failed. Well, bitch, $3 billion. You're living on welfare. What did you fucking win? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Me personally, like I said, I, I, I'll be the... Oh shit, we lost in. What's going on? No, I'm still here. You guys don't hear me? Yeah, I got you now. I got you. I got yeah, you. we do. Oh, okay. I'm like, I, I, I'll be the first to say I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Hillary. I, I kind of always stand in the middle because I don't know much about politics. I just kind of watch it on TV and yeah, kind of... Pay, pay attention, brother. Make an opinion. Yeah, I, I try to just, you know, watch it. The way I look at it, I knew for a fact that if Trump got voted in, there were going to be haters, man. And all I want to say is quit hating on this motherfucker. If he reads a teleprompter wrong, so be it. If he fucking takes something away from you guys or freaking gives you something you need, so be it. Just quit bashing the dude, man. That's all the fuck I oh, President Trump will be taking Thank God for that. Man, I, 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 I'm gonna put it like this way. He's a New Yorker, so he's got a backbone. Unlike some presidents in the past, he's got a backbone. So whatever hate he's getting, he's probably just sitting there laughing and all saying "fuck you." But oh, that shit whoa, needs whoa, to stop. Yeah, he's on fucking Twitter every day laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's funny. This is a, a much more political episode that I thought was going to be, um, should I maybe call this Fuck You, Whoopi Goldberg, and Joy Behar? Right. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. Um, it's definitely a good rambling episode. Um, anybody else have anything else? I'm, I'm looking to see how long we've been talking. Um, can can I just add? Uh, I I really didn't want to do this, but um, you know, I feel the need to. Uh, I don't want to make this. Look, a are you going to bring us down? No, not really. I I hope not. But uh, I I just want to dedicate this show to my late dad and grandfather who uh both lost their lives on the same day, which is August second, coming up this Wednesday, sixteen years apart. Do they agree with us? And. In, I think they would have liked it. Why do you okay, think? Okay, good, good. Dude, I don't want you to dedicate some shit where they'd be like, like fuck you, Sid, and now they're goddamn haunting your ass for the next 10 years. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> I think 
And here, here's the funny thing because I was actually contemplating on on taking the leave of absence from my uh, my radio shows, and uh, I don't know. I just had this like kind of like weird feeling like no, you know, do it, you know, kind of like go up there, show me what you got, kind of thing. So I had that same feeling last night. Is why I didn't get no sleep. You know, I kind of just wandered around up and down my neighborhood and kind of like spiritually talk. You know, try to get like a like a feel and a vibe. I'm like, man, I didn't get no sleep. I'm gonna be dead horsing it, and I just felt like, no, you'll have the energy to do it. Just go do it, do it for us, and make us proud. I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah, I'm 26 years from my old man, 10 from my grandfather. Missing greatly. Uh, I know my grandfather didn't serve, but my dad did serve in Vietnam. So yeah, so we definitely, uh, we definitely thank him for his service, man. Yeah, for sure. so. Yeah, other than that, man, um, I don't have nothing else to say. I just, you know, like I said, I miss them, but they're in a better place, man, for sure. And they're not suffering no more. And they have never left, uh, left me, my mom, my sister, my nieces, my daughter. They're constantly here, dude. They they, they have their way of, um, I can't say it's haunting, but there, there are times in the house, man, where, where shit just... It's like a presence, man. And it's like, it's not a negative, like, ghost feeling type thing. It's just like... A sense of enjoyment, no, like I it just—I don't know, that, brother. Yeah, it, it's weird, but I, I'll stop rambling about that. No, you're, I just... you're, you're fine, man. And uh, <laughs> I want to say that I—I uh, I feel for you. Like I said earlier, um, this past Wednesday was the seven-year anniversary of my mom's death, which is why I'm so strong about uh, going back home to Virginia at the end of this month. And I, I guess it's not the last week of August, it's the week before the last week, because I'm also going to the Rock and Pod Expo in Nashville, Tennessee. But I'm going to spend the whole week before I go to Nashville, because that shit's on set, man. I'm going down to visit with my dad. And, uh, and I'm sure Mountain Man understands, because he's in the same boat, man. We've all lost somebody, we understand. Yes, completely. Well, I do have one thing to kind of just have a little uh, span. Uplifter! Yeah, uplifter, please. (laughs) All right. Wait a minute, uplifter, let me check. Yep, it's still there. All right. (laughs) In in the rock world, uh, talking, you know, a lot of bands have feuds with each other, and I know we've talked about uh, Stone Tower in the past and Slipknot, but have you two heard the story that's going on between Nickelback's frontman Chad Kroger about what he said about Corey Taylor and Stone Sour and Slipknot? Yeah, yeah, I saw all that bullshit. And you know what I have to say is Nickelback, while they, while they catch a lot of shit, they're not that bad a band. But Stone Sour is a great band. So, Chad Kroger had probably shut the fuck up with his radio-friendly rock and bow down and suck the dick that is fucking Corey Taylor. Right. Uh, for anybody that don't know, Chad Kroger uh, was in an interview uh, after a concert, and he said, name anybody that is uh, that does or plays similar rock that we do to basically keep up with it. And the guy that was interviewing him said, uh, what about Stone Sour? Well, he said, uh, basically, uh, if Corey Taylor and them were that good, they uh, wouldn't need to wear masks and Slipknot. And uh, if he was in comparison with Stone Sour, they would actually be called Nickelback Light. What's your opinion on stating that? Nickelback fucking Light. Are you kidding me? 
Nickelback that's has what, not done. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that statement. Nickelback hasn't here. done one song. One song as heavy as anything that Stone Sour has done. Not fucking one. Fuck that Kroger. Fuck Nickelback. And fuck all you faggy ass bitch fucking Nickelback fan. Fuck you. Right. I, I got something to throw in, man. You know what Nickelback reminds me of? They remind me of Linkin Park. Pop Rock. That shit you put in your mouth and you just chew it for a little bit and some people spit it out, you know, and it's done and loses its flavor. He has the audacity, Chad Kroger, to fucking call Corey Taylor out. First of all, the guy said Stone Sour. So for him to even bring Slipknot into the interview conversation questionnaire is bullshit. Slipknot has a reason why they perform with masks. All right, and yeah, I'm sorry game. to say, what it is. exactly. There have been several bands who have tried the Slipknot thing. The yeah, only Kiss other did band, it in 1973, has been working ever since. No, I'm talking what? after. I'm talking after you know Slipknot was formed. There are a couple of bands that have done it. The only band I will respect that kind of follows suit after Slipknot. I, I forgive me if I'm wrong. Maybe they started before Slipknot, but last I checked, the uh, the earliest of their shit I got on my uh, files is 98, so Slipknot Mount 96 with their demo shit, Mushroom Head. They're not the same as Slipknot, but they they got multiple percussionists. They're fucking pretty funky badass. So it would be probably like my second with wearing mask for this generation. But Nickelback kind of reminds me of. Hollywood Undead as well. Yeah, see, that and, and little hear, candy that little candy coke shit is like here, here comes Hollywood Undead. They came out that fucking little songs like you know that was popularized on the radio that they had to blank out every other fucking word. I was like okay cool but if you listen to the rest of the albums listen to Crazy Town uh, with Butterfly and they're, they're just fucking wearing masks. Their masks all suck by the fucking way. And you Nickelback, but like I said, Nickelback for him, for Chad Kroger to sit there and, and dislip not like that, that's fucking bullshit. Now, he wants to go and bash Stone Sour, cool, but like you said, name one song that has done better than the fucking five albums that Stone Sour has put, what, six albums they put together. Right. Chad Kroger is a dick. Fuck him. He knows he's not making money. I hate how people bash other people just to try to get their shit fucking famous, dude. Fuck that. Oh, no. Trial. I love it. I love it because Axl Rose and Vince Neil did it back in the fucking late 80s, early 90s. Yep. You know, but. Yep, uh, that's what I was uh, thinking. Yeah. That's yeah. a legit battle, dude, right there. That was a le- I remember that back then. Yeah. Vaguely, but that was a good battle. Well, yeah, because I was like. Both of those bands were on, but Motley had been there for a while, and Guns was coming up. So, uh, you know, and I get all that. And, you know, Chad Kroger, I mean, I don't hate Nickelback, but I don't love Nickelback. I, I do like a lot of their songs. Stone Sour, I like a lot of their songs. And I love Slipknot, but it's not something I listen to every day. As far as I'm concerned, Corey Taylor and fucking Chad Kroger can suck Gene Simmons' dick because they haven't done <laughs> anything that he's done. 
But I, I just think it's funny when when you come out and you're definitely a pop radio band. You know, you're a top band. This is what we do. We're going to put out rock for the masses. They come out against somebody like Stower and call it Nickelback Light. Bitch, you couldn't get heavy enough to be Stone Sour Light. Well, in the most recent interview, they asked Corey Taylor what was his opinion about it. And he said, Corey Taylor states, uh, why would I want or even need to say anything about Chad Kroger, who gives a shit? I tell you what, this is how I figured out Chad Kroger is rock, uh, is rock. Also, as what KFC is to chicken. Is that wrong? I don't feel that I'm right. <laughs> I still eat it, but I'm, go- but I'm not going to feel good about it. It tastes like the same thing. Just exactly like all their albums repeated do. So, yeah, to basically to that, I mean, Corey Taylor's come back to it. I mean, basically telling him he's stupid. Because uh, Chad Kroger tried to claim Corey, Ta- Corey Taylor dissed him before that. And just because the guy brought up Ben was the only reason Chad Kroger even opened his mouth. But he said Corey Taylor claimed that it is easy to write a hit song. And uh, Taylor uh, sta- stated, I never said it was easy to write a hit song. I don't know what the hell planet he's living on. Uh, apparently, it's Planet Kroger, and there uh, and there must be good weed there because he's a damn idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he said Kroger. Now this is how old I am. I remember those commercials for that shopping chain, and uh, I don't know if Sin has Kroger out there where he is. But yes, I, I do. Okay, because I know the Mountain Man does. But I remember, and, and, and when you said what you said, Mountain Man, I was like. The let's go Kroger ring is all I can yep. think of. <laughs> yep. Oh man, this is oh I fucking you know what guys, I love our rambling episodes. This is a series we're gonna bring back more and more because frankly, you know, we said this is gonna be a male version of the view and I love the fact that it's like so against those communist fucking socialist bitches say it's a beautiful thing. Oh um just one more time, misnomer, Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar, suck my dick. Just wanted to say that one more time. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to add something before we even get to closing arguments, man. And it's a damn shame because um, I know how much of a big, huge Kiss fan you are, Bushy. But a Saturday morning when I did a tribute show for, well, the first tribute show for my dad, I kind of kept it as classic as possible. You fucking missed me playing Kiss off Sonic. I think it's Sonic Boom, and it's called... Let me see if I can find a song here. Yes, indeed. I, I think... Yes, I know Nobody's Perfect is what I played. That, that's one of the good songs off that album. Yeah, I, I play that, man. There's, my, there's my, not a lot off of that. That song's a great tune. Yeah, my, my old man, he... Uh, I, I remember because like I, I was thinking because I, I even called one of our fellow DJs Mellow Mike man and I was like bro I was like I know Guilty has never ever played the Rolling Stones on our station I he was have. like oh 
he was like, yeah, he was like, don't, don't play that shit. He was like, don't, 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 don't. I have. I, was like, I okay. played the Stones. Fuck, fuck Guilty. Fuck Scott. I'll play what I want. As long as rock, hard rock, heavy metal, I'll play it. Fuck Scott. I ain't scared. So, but, but here's, here's the cool thing. Like I said, I found three metal covers of the Rolling Stones. And you know we can't play three of them in the same hour. So, of, of the same band. Yeah, so, I no, sat there. I was like, okay. three in an hour. Well, I, I was doing a, a try a, a try block, man. So I went with three different bands, and then a little bit later, when I went into my little chillax block, I played some ACDC, some old guns. Uh, I even played Cats in the Cradle by fucking Ugly Kid nice, Joe. Dude, nice, nice. For my old man, father and son, yeah. dude. I was I, I opened a show That's like that. Awesome. I was like, man. I, I actually I and, actually jammed some fucking Ugly Kid Joe last night, man. That's awesome. I was, yeah, man, so I was like, and, and, you know, Mike and my cousin were up in the chat room, and, and my cousin hit me up on Facebook, and he's like, man, he goes, the way you did that tribute block for your father, man, he was like, he would have been fucking proud. I played, uh, the Black Barrel Smoke did, um, shit. Black Barrel Smoke did Paint It Black. Stone Sour did the Give Me Shelter cover with Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm, and nice. then Lemmy... On Motorhead doing sympathy for the devil, dude. Yes, so that, and 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 the Guns N' Roses song I chose, it was either Rooster, which we all know it's on an FM radio station. I decided to go with Guns N' Roses Civil War since he was a Vietnam veteran. So who who, who I, is I, a Vietnam veteran? My dad. Oh, okay, okay. I, I I thought you were saying Axel Rose. I'm like, no motherfucker. No, no, I I know Axel wasn't. I'm saying. <laughs> For my dad, no, I awesome. came out with that song versus Rooster because Metal Mike was like, "Oh, you should play Rooster." I'm like, "Bro, I'm like Rooster's worn out, dude." I was like, "Let me go with Guns N' Roses Civil War. It's a more mellow fucking kickback song, and it followed the Ugly Kid Joe. And you know, Ugly Kid Joe's Cats in the Cradle is kind of pretty, you know, sentimental. That's a great. I, I love the Dom McQueen a, song. So yeah, yeah, great, great, great. Great cover, dude. I, I just am ashamed that you know he's still around, but didn't get as popular as what we were. So no trial. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, well, fuck. Uh, let's get to the promotion. Mountain Man, what do you got? What do you got to promote? <laughs> uh, nothing actually. <laughs> wow! I kind of came unprepared on that subject this go round because I was more concentrating on uh, certain topics to ramble about. Other you were promotions. you were worried about? God damn it! Your Gracie got you worried about that fucking uh, transgender thing, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, it wasn't that. Dude, I'll be honest with you. Being down here, it's hard to promote certain things unless you were on the internet or out and about down here brother there, there's nothing around to hey. see totally promote except hey. for going out busting hey. your ass hey. plug us hey. plug us plug us you're you're on the internet right now dumbass hey if i'm correct i think i'm the only one out of the three of us that goes on snapchat goes on facebook live to actually plug us i have yet to see either one of your asses do it yeah but I hey motherfucker hey first of all i, I hold hey, on hey, 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 hey. I, I got it <laughs> first of all Julio, <laughs> both me and bushy have shows that we sit there and we plug the plug 
live on air, brother. I don't so plug this motherfucker at all. I, I plug it, man, for sure, <laughs> man. So every single damn time, I do it on my shows, man. So that's why I do it. All our best Snapchat shit. I just sent Bushy a freaking Snapchat the other day of me goofing around. I don't know my tongue sticking out. I forgot what it was, but he comes back and fires me one back. And I swear to you, ladies and gentlemen, he looked like fucking Boy George. Yeah, I, I, I was like literally fighting. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's Boy George. <laughs> I was expecting the black fucking hat yes. and all, man. It was all that Bushy was missing. It was a classic Snapchat pick, man. Yeah, okay, I didn't, yeah. yeah, shit. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I don't promote the, the podcast on my station because I'm internet famous bitches. We get listeners without it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course that's a joke. <laughs> right. So uh not man, what yeah. did you what did you say you had to promote? Oh yeah, that's right, nothing. Shut the fuck up. Sick, what do you got to promote? Um, I got um I've been, I don't know, man, these fucking infomercials bug this shit out of me, man. The ones like the St. Jude's. Dude, you're not going to sell nothing on this fucking show. My man, help me out. You ain't selling nothing on this show. (laughs) Not. Like I said, those infomercials about the ASPCA and freaking St. Jude's. I I don't know, man. If you find it hard to donate to your local charity. Yes. Or get like a little pet. You know, go ahead. Another thing, too. Another thing for those. It is that time of year before we hit the fall season. If you have a band that you're getting ready to fix, scene to check out, whether it be this week, this weekend, a festival. Hell, like if you're going to be in Tennessee with Bushy at the end of the month, yes. man. Rock and metal. August 26th. Uh, yeah, that little podcast convention that they got down there in Tennessee. Buy some merchandise from whatever podcast you're at, whatever band you're going to do. Oh, I'll be free t-shirt and a free button. It's awesome. I'm loving it. (laughs) In order for the bands to make their money out there, buy some merch, whether they're famous or not. Merch. They're not getting shit off tickets. Those ticket reviews are going straight. Or ticket prices all go to the reviews, basically, for the band player. Yeah, venue, but yes, yes. Yeah, that's all I got, yeah, brother. Venue, bitch. Yeah, yeah buy venue. merch. Absolutely, that's awesome. Look, I and, and I gotta be selfish this time because I I never be selfish, and that kind of sucks. But uh, September tenth, I will be celebrating the one year anniversary of my show on that metal station. And yes, that's who I work for. I know I've never said it before. Because I keep this separate from the, the, the radio show that I do. But, but the fact of the matter is, September 10th, 2017 is my one year anniversary. It's our anniversary. Hey, hey. <laughs> who the fuck let the girl in? Jesus Christ. <laughs> we had no guests. Anyway, you fucking crazy bangers out there. I'm asking you. To create my show. Now you know what kind of show I do. So if you keep coming at me with. <laughs> guess what. It's not going to fucking happen. But I want you. To do. My show. You're going to create the playlist. For my one year anniversary. I started September 11th. 2016 was my first ever. Big Bushy Power Hour. I actually have it. Recorded. And I'm going to be playing spots from that horrible, 
horrible fucking show. I had a great playlist, but oh my god, I was so green, so bad on the mic. So I want to promote me, finally, for once. But not right. all the time. On. I just want to promote that show a few weeks away, September 10th. I've already placed a, uh, a, a, a post in the Big Bushy Power Hour uh, Facebook page. I want your input. Give me the songs. I will make them happen. You'll be mentioned. Make it happen. It's awesome. Big Bushy Power Hour. One year anniversary. Awesome. Woohoo! Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. Is, is that everybody? Oh, everybody. Dub's done. Sin's done. I'm done. Holy shit, man. This. Again. Great show. What the fuck? Fuck. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, so you guys can't respond to what the fuck, fucking fags. You know what? Let's pay the bills right now. Listen to these advertisements. Do you love it loud? Then plan to attend the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. One day event celebrating all things rock and roll. Over 20 rock podcasts from all over North America recording on site. Panel discussions with producers that have worked with Ozzy, Slayer, Kiss, Y&T, Seven Dust, Dokken, and more. Celebrity signings and meet and greets with current and former members of Cinderella, Winger, Tora Tora, Collective Soul, Taiketo, The Monkees, with more to be announced. All that and record dealers slinging some sweet vinyl. The Nashville Rockin' Pod Expo takes place Saturday, August 26th at the Music Valley Event Center. More information available at NashvilleRockinPodExpo.com as well as on Facebook. The Nashville Rockin' Pod Expo. Feast your ears. Hey, bangers, Big Bushy here. What are you doing every Saturday and Sunday morning, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time? I tell you what you should be doing. You should be tuning in to DJ Sato and his night shift. That's right, all genres of metal, all requests honored, only on ThatMetalStation.com. But remember, whatever you do, don't fall. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Well, all right. Definitely check out the Rocket Pod Expo. Check out my show. Check out Sin's show. And I know I said goodbye earlier, but uh, Bushy's drunk and obviously fucked things up. Mountain Man, final words. Well, sure, I've got a final word. It's oddly funny. Uh, you keep always saying, check out Sin's show. Check out uh, my show. What's funny? This is the only damn show I got, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Check out the plug podcast with Bushy Sid and a Mountain Man. Mountain Man, final words. <laughs> Same as always with everybody. Stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter pal, freaking meow meow. Mountain Man out. Bumblebee fucking tuna. <laughs> On rice bread. <laughs> what? I don't want rice bread? Yeah, rice bread. You know those fucking little brown rice cakes and shit, you know? You dipping in some maple syrup, munch on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Me, uh, I, I don't have anything really much to say other than stay safe, be kind of one another, and don't do some noob shit like we just experienced here on the Plug Podcast. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sin. I'm out. <laughs> They're both going to suck my dick once this show is over. Motherfuckers, bye, Vinyl. See you next week. This was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when, when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week.